Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's still real to me, damn it, damn it. To this week's edition of Still Real Tough Show, episode number 676, January 26, 2023. This is your WWE Royal Rumble preview and predictions edition of SRTU. I am one after the show. I am Jeff Peck. Joined every single week by my co-host, the only Dr. Trey Franklin. Dr. Trey, WrestleMania 39 season begins now, my friend. Yeah, I think this makes it legit. Like, uh, and and happily, this year flew by. Like, we've done this, you know, for quite a little, long time. And then during the pandemic era, it felt like the year would drag at times. But it literally just feels like, you know, it feels like a few weeks ago we were talking about Royal Rumble 2022, and the year's gone by really, you know, really fast. And here we are, and this is the launching point. This tells us uh, where we're headed to if everything goes according to plan, anyway. Yeah, this is this is the kickoff. This is the jump off this Saturday. I'm excited. Um, this is definitely one of my favorite pay-per-views of the year. I specifically, I guess, match-wise, right? The Rumble match itself is so much damn fun. And we'll preview and predict it later on. But this Rumble, these two Rumble matches in general, Dr. Trey, I'm having a tough time picking who I think is going to win this one right now. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you because, I mean, we you hear so many rumors out there and, and where they kind of want to go and where they want to head and everything else. And, you know, usually somebody's on a hot streak heading into the Rumble, and that's kind of where you hedge your bets. Uh, you know, like this – but you're right. This is my favorite event of the year. I remember meeting up with you and Bauer back in the day, uh, and I think it was a Buffalo Wild Wings somewhere in Connecticut for the Rumble. Like, it, it's just – this is the most fun – uh, event it's like singular event, uh, I think across the board out of everything else. Like I, I, I love the Royal Rumble more than Hell in a Cells, Money in the Banks, any of those things. The Rumble's just the most fun, and, it, and even in defeat, it can make or break kind of somebody's career. I think Curtis Axel is still in the Rumble now for seven years. He never got eliminated. Santino yeah. says he never got eliminated either because he wasn't ready. 
That's true. But like Curtis Axel actually never went back on the top rope. So. He, he never did. One of those famous folklore rumble moments of all time. It was like Curtis Axel has been in the Royal Rumble for, oh, geez, uh, seven years still. Yeah, I think, though, the, you know, the, 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 question, the question is, Triple H is really good at tying up loose ends. Does Curtis Axel appear in the Rumble to get thrown out to officially eliminate him after eight years? That that would be funny. I would <laughs> I would certainly pop for that one. So uh, it is WrestleMania 39 season. It begins now, this Saturday, specifically with the Royal Rumble. A week from tonight, it not only will be February the 2nd, but Dr. Trey and I will be sitting here going, uh, we know who will be in at least one of the men's main event matches at WrestleMania 39 and the women's main event match at WrestleMania 39 as well. Um, and then it's full steam ahead for California early April. Um, and it's it's going to be fun. And uh, this Saturday is is a fun one because, like I said, we have, I have no idea who the hell I'm going to pick. I, I, I'm be, I'll pull back the curtain here. I have a name down for the Women's Royal Rumble. Um, I have about three names down for the men's Royal Rumble. I usually go into each one of these episodes, Dr. Trey, when we preview and predict the pay-per-views, and I'll, I'll write down who I think is going to win each match before we go into it, just so you know I remember what my pick is. <laughs> but I literally have down multiple names for the men's Royal Rumble match specifically. Women's Royal Rumble match, I have a name down, and I'll be totally honest, I'm not really confident in that pick right now. So I may change it mid show for all I know. It, this is a great, this is great for wrestling though. When you don't know, because there's been rumbles where we're like, well, it's either going to be these two people or it's going to be this person. Uh, this is a rumble where no clue. And I love it. Do you have, let me ask. So over under, do you have three men's names for the rumble over or under? I have, well, it's even, I have three. Okay. So that's, yeah about where I'm at as well, and then I have two names for the Women's Rumble, and I haven't decided which one I'm going with, because both of them I feel like are bad, like, not bad choices, as far as for the good of the brand. It's just, like, I can see them going completely opposite direction, and, and me just looking like a complete idiot for picking either one of these two. There's also been years where there's been surprise winners, not like Ronda Rousey last year. We did not predict that. I, I, I believe we did not predict that. Um, that We've known like who's going to win. It's like, oh well, yeah. this surprise entrance will will arrive, and they're going to win the rumble. They're returning, and they're going to win the rumble. Then they do, and we sit and we're like, oh, that's cool. We did it. I think one year uh, pre Doctor Trayer, I think we had correctly predicted Edge returning, not the 2020 Royal Rumble, uh, Edge returning and winning the rumble. I think that was like 2011 or 12. I think it was. So uh, lots to discuss. One of my favorite shows we do all year, preview predicting the Royal Rumble. And uh, I did get confirmation before the show that we do have Sammy Franklin's um, pick. I don't believe he'll be joining us, but I'm also told that on Friday, uh, over at our Facebook page, Friday or Saturday, I guess, we'll, we'll give some flexibility in case um, our star maybe has a temper tantrum. But yeah. I believe that we will have a video out. Uh, am I right here, Dr. Troy, from one yes. Rumble? He's, you know, there's like draft strategists like Mel Kuyper Jr. from ESPN. I would say Sammy Franklin is our Royal Rumble strategist. That or he's the, uh, the, the woman in the office who doesn't know the NFL or college football mm. at all. Okay. And she picks based off of color schemes and mascots. Okay. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So Sammy gave me his preliminary 
picks. Oh, can, can we wait? Can we wait? Yes. Okay, yeah, okay. Don't give it away. Yeah. Well, but we'll do the actual reveal tomorrow on our Facebook page. Okay. All right. Stay tuned. I will say one of the boldest predictions in the history of the show came from Sammy Franklin when he, after going through all of his action figures, selected Nia Jax to win the men's Royal Rumble one year. And she was in it. She just didn't win. No, no, she did not win. Uh, All right, let's kick things off here. Monday night, Dr. Trey Raw is 30. We have the trial of Sami Zayn. We have an Undertaker passing the torch. Legend being used to help put over current stars. Uh, It was a fun three hours, unless you're the Bella Twins. And and they're not fans of uh, the female stars not getting a lot of shine. I do have some thoughts on that in a little bit. But I will say, the first 25 to 35 minutes of Raw, I absolutely loved. I was uh, entertained heavily. And and lately, the group of the Bloodline and Sami Zayn storyline has kind of just... It's dipped a little bit. It, it's been missing that, uh, that sizzle that it's had at certain points throughout the entire storyline. But boy, oh boy, did it regain it this past Monday night, Dr. Trey. Uh, I don't know if this is in the, the same vein as this is your life rock segments quite yet, but I absolutely loved the trial of Sami Zayn. That was highly entertaining and so much fun to watch. So uh, I'm going to ask you a question first. So we were told it was going to be an acknowledgement ceremony with the entire Anawai dynasty. That's right. Yeah. 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 Were you, were you originally disappointed? Cause I, I'm not gonna lie. I was originally disappointed that that they changed it midstream. So I was a little bummed out that we didn't get, you know, the head shrinkers and everybody else, you know, that we've all grown and loved. We didn't get Otta Johnson. You know, we didn't yeah, get yeah. anything that you and I fancy booked last week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I spent a good portion of the show saying, like, could you imagine if The Rock's mom is there and Roman's like, yeah. nope, I'm the tribal chief, and it leads to WrestleMania. I mean, I basically convinced myself, and anybody listening to the show last week, that Otta Johnson, who was not announced, was going to be there. Um, yeah, I was disappointed when I first heard the change, and then you read the reports, and there's there's two schools of thought here, which we'll talk about here once yeah. we get past Raw's 30. The school of thought is, is that The Rock backed out of WrestleMania 39, which there are reports about that right now. Um, or the other school of thought is uh, Afa and Sika are not, I believe, healthy enough, was the words that I read, to travel. And then they said that Rikishi was also sick. So um, they had to change things on the fly. So, yeah, initially I was very disappointed. But uh, once the trial of Sami Zayn happened, God damn, that was entertaining. Yeah, now that was really, really good. Uh, and I love, if you've watched this rivalry, or not, I always say rivalry, but if you watch this whole storyline for a play, play out, like Paul Heyman seemed to have always kind of been in the corner of Sammy. They have, you know, a, a religious connection as well, like both being, you know, kind of Jewish kids, you know, and then him calling him Shmuley, which I think most fans have no idea what Shmuley even is, like all these things going on. And then to watch the, the venom of Paul Heyman comes out, you know, during that trial, like it was so good, so compelling. Um, you know, Sammy just going, look, if you guys, how you guys play this, I'm hurt. I'm, you know, like it was just really good TV. And then, you know, the Jey Uso part of it, like it, you're right from top to bottom, it was really compelling. And then, you know, you get Roman saying, you're not guilty. And then the crowd pops for it. And then him throwing in there, the for now, like it really just was good quality TV. Um, I love the fact that they were like, Sammy's like, I had a whole case lined up, but 
you know, I'm not even going to present it. This is how you guys feel. And then Jay's like, oh, I got one. It's like, oh, okay. So Jay just happened to make his own defense case just in case Sammy's defense case sucked or whatever. Like, I was just like, kind of throwback, but it was just, it was really fun. It was really entertaining. And then it kind of goes, hey, how long does this play out? Does this play out all the way to WrestleMania or is it playing out just to, you know, Elimination Chamber? Like, where's, I mean, obviously everybody feels a divorce coming at some point, but, you know, how long does it play out before we get to it? So, but it was just really, really solid, entertaining television. By the way, uh, Hulk Hogan, Jimmy Hart, you know, we got to throw in some love for Hulk Hogan and Jimmy Hart as well. Because uh, there's always good. I, I know Hogan's kind of a divisive character, but anytime Hogan's on Raw it, with Jimmy Hart, like it, it does bring a smile to my face. As long as it's in a very simple role, like nothing too complex, but very simple. There, here, here's your hello, welcome to Raw. I thought that was good as well. Yeah, no, that was fine. I, I did feel bad for him because he couldn't realize that his microphone was cutting out, and he was like, "Why are the fans booing me?" <laughs> it was like you could see that he was like startled and then they you saw that stagehand coming out to try to give him the microphone and you'd actually hear i don't know if the, the stagehand said like terry or if he was saying hulk but they were trying to get his attention and he kept on rolling and the mic was cutting out and the crowd's booing and you could yeah. just tell he was like what the hell did i say that was so wrong um but, he, but yeah it was fun said, to see hulks around there saved, by the way so as a football fan i love that he saved it with the philadelphia eagles yes pop. Ugh. And then I love that Paul Heyman came back with the Brock Purdy reference. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I, I appreciate Heyman. Well, the Usos and Roman Reigns are massive. I don't know about Sola Sequoia, but uh, they're massive 49ers fans. So yeah, I love I love Jimmy and Jay throwing up the ones when he said it. Yeah, too, so. yeah, they were pumped for that one. Um, Judgment Day Usos was a really great match as well. That was a lot of fun. It felt like the Judgment Day were going to get the win. Um, Undertaker comes out as the American badass. I don't know how it was in the arena, but on television, it seemed like people were disappointed they didn't get the dead man persona. I did like the American Badass came out. A lot of people are saying that that was the passing the torch ceremony, basically, where uh, Undertaker's going to slap on that choke, choke slam onto L.A. Knight, throws him over to Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt hits Sister Abigail, and then Undertaker whispers something in Bray Wyatt's ear. Did you take that as a passing the torch, Dr. Trey? Because in the moment, as I was watching it live, I, I didn't think that. And then afterwards, I was like, oh, shit, that makes sense. So I, I, I kind of did take it as that because he literally passed L.A. Knight to him. Um, you know, he literally, like, tossed him over and then hit it. And then the, the whisper thing was kind of like, yeah, there's something to this. Because, I mean, we, we're not going to get Undertaker. I mean, and obviously, I mean, you saw Undertaker. He, he is really out of shape right now. So, yeah, we're not going to get <clears throat> a ton of Undertaker appearances going forward. So, you know, that was... I think that to me was the start of the show as well as, hey, we're going to let the older talents get the younger talents over, but not by them doing something to them, just kind of kind of passing a lineage between what this connection is to what this connection is. So, yeah, I, I kind of did take it as a passing of the torch from Taker to Bray in that moment. Uh, then Degeneration came out with Kurt Angle, which I thought was very um, corny, but very funny. I thought that was great. Um, that was that was a very funny segment. You could tell that um, Imperium was having a ton of fun, and like, when do you see Gunther ever smile <laughs> in the ring? And he he was like loving. He was in the ring with Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Um, yeah. A little bit of breaking character from the Imperium guys. Uh, I thought DX did a great job putting over the Street Profits, putting over Seth Rollins, putting over Imperium. In years past, 
you would have a bunch of retired guys come out and they would lay out the new talent or the current talent. And instead, Gunther was like, I'll take on any of you. Triple H gets in his face. He's like, I'm retired. HBK's like, I'm retired. X-Pac, Kurt Angle, Road Dog, same thing. So um, I thought that was really nice. A lot of a lot of times with these shows, when the legends come on, Dr. Trey, they get bashed for, for again, putting o- not putting over the current talent. I thought that went out through the entire show. I thought the current talent was put over very favorably from Undertaker to Bray Wyatt to the DX segment. And, um, yeah, that was just another thing that really stood out to me was DX and Kurt Angle. I thought it was a lot of fun. So, so you know, Kurt Angle, uh, one-time member of the Shield as well. <laughs> yes. Speaking uh, of corny, yes. <laughs> so now Angle's been in – he was in uh, WCW as part of the Alliance. Mm-hmm. He's now been in the Shield and then aff- affiliated with the X. Maybe not uh, full member. Dr. Trey, you're also forgetting he was in ECW for a little bit. That is true. So, like, you know, Kurt Angle's basically been in every major. If if somehow Kofi and Xavier can put Kurt in the New Day, you know, then there you go. Uh, we did have the yeah. big O. Maybe the NWO yeah. as well for Kurt. Yeah, that is true. But, yeah, like, I, I mean, I love that segment as well. It was so much fun. Like I, I love the line when they when when Road Dogs doing the introduction and he goes to say Billy Gunn and looks over. He's like Kurt Angle. Like Kurt Angle already. <laughs> like I love that. Like <laughs> well, Kurt doing the the crotch chops with the pyro going on was just yeah. phenomenal. <laughs> I, I mean, that was really really well done. That was but a lot of fun. He um, had the best. He had the best timing of the group. <laughs> like yeah, it was yeah, it was a little awkward though still. Um, yeah. And then the last thing here, Dr. Dre from Raw's 30, is the Bella Twins lashing out about uh, the female stars not being featured. Obviously, Bailey and Becky Lynch, as we all know, their cage match was cut down to a beatdown segment. Uh, Lunger Blaze was really the only female legend on Raw this past Monday night, and um, and she was in, in the poker segment. I, I got to be honest. I'll I'll call out the red flag when I think WWE is is doing something wrong, and I I don't see that to be the case. I, I really don't. Bianca and Charlotte were were featured later on the show. Rhea Ripley got a lot of play in that Judgment Day Usos match. I get the disappointment of the cage match being cut because of everything else running long, and I guess specifically the trial of Sami Zayn. And yeah, that's really really unfortunate. But the segment that they did to get by it made so much damn sense as well. I, I don't, I don't see the smoke with this fire that the Bella Twins are trying to trying to get going right now. To be mm-hmm. honest with you, no, I think it's just them trying to get attention on on them. And because for one, like, they really have the Bella Twins. Really, like, I don't really remember them being the ones that were campaigning for the women's ev- you know revolution, evolution, whatever you want to call it. Um, and at this moment, it's like, all right, one girl's husband works for the competitor. One girl whose show follows Raw just had their season finale, so she has nothing to do right now other than just be married and be a mom. Like, that segment they're complaining about, the cage match, the result of the cage match was exactly what we would have seen. Like, if they had had the match, it would have ended in a beatdown. So they just skipped the middle part. But the storyline stays the same. Like, the storyline didn't change. It's still going to be what it would have been if they had had the cage match and you know to have you know Rhea being featured in that match like they literally was a spot where Jay Uso almost super kicked her like she was involved in that match Rhea or Bianca and Charlotte heavily featured like the people you're focusing on for Wrestlemania were all there 
So I, I don't see, like you said, I don't see the red flag being thrown up that the girls were suffered, you know, suffering for this. Um, I, I thought it made a ton of sense for what they were trying to get accomplished for the show. Like at the end of the day, it's not about the match. Anybody at WWE tells you it's not about the moves, it's not about the match, it's about the storytelling. I think the yeah. story still got accomplished with even without having the full blown match. Yeah, I mean, they pointed out specifically that Sasha Mercedes Monet was not featured, and there was a part in the clips of of Raw where she had um, the bank statement on like the railing in in the crowd to win the women's championship. I think that was against Charlotte. That was yep. featured. They mentioned Soraya Page not being featured, and I got to be totally honest, and this sucks to even say because I'm a huge fan of hers. But I mean, she was basically injured for most of her time on the main roster and then retired. So there's not a lot to feature. If only the only other thing would have been the AJ Lee moment um, after WrestleMania 31, I believe, when she won the Women's Divas Championship at the time. So I just thought there was a lot of um, eh, misplaced hate there on this one. I, I did not agree with the Bellas on that one. So um, Raw is 30 in the books. Uh, obviously, the big thing, as Dr. Trey pointed out at the beginning of the show, was we did not get the... Uh, acknowledgement ceremony from every uh, generation of the bloodline. On last week's show, I, I basically convinced myself and anybody who would believe me that this was leading towards WrestleMania 39 between Roman Reigns and The Rock. And then a story came out like, I don't know, less than 24 hours after we did the report recording of the podcast saying that uh, WWE is aware of The Rock's decision and he will not be at WrestleMania 39 right now, barring some ma- major surprise, which could very well happen this Saturday in the Royal Rumble match. Uh, the Rock is not ready for a WrestleMania 39 return. Dr. Trey, uh, how much disappointment is there for you right now? Because there may be uh, somebody else that could ease that pain if you were looking for The Rock to be back at WrestleMania 39. I mean, obviously, if these reports are true, then yeah, you're obviously disappointed because that's kind of one of those last dream matches that you know we're kind of looking for. And it makes sense. I mean, we've been teasing this thing on you know, Young Rock like a couple of times now, you know, that this is going to be a payoff. Like there's, you know, it's gone back and forth. Like as, as you're recording this, I'm reading a report saying that, you know, they're still talking to rock about coming, you know, coming in and, and possibly, you know, promoting the XFL as well. So like, it's going to be one of those things that kind of comes down to the wire. And you and I have looked at this and said, hey, we could do Roman wrestling twice, and that way you still have a Rumble winner, and then he still gets to wrestle The Rock. So Rock not being there is obviously a disappointment if that's the way it goes, because I think that's what we've been all kind of hoping for this entire time. Um, but then again, do we do do you want to see The Rock be the one that ends you know, Roman's run, or do you want to see somebody else? And I think that's where we're at. Like When you watch Raw 30, we're all happy because the the older talents were there but it was the young guys getting over uh during raw 30 i kind of feel the same way with as much as i love to see the rock and roman go at it i, I don't know if i want the rock to be the one that end, ends roman's run uh there is a potential plan 1b to this rock situation dr trey as fightful select reported over the weekend uh, or earlier this week i should say that roman Re- excuse me stone cold steve austin has been pitched to take on roman reigns uh, the next day, Wrestling Observer Newsletter came out and said Dave Meltzer that um, he was not pitched Roman Reigns, it, we, that Steve Austin was pitched Brock Lesnar. But what we saw on Monday's Raw, it appears that Lesnar and Bobby Lashley look like they're going to be the WrestleMania build, um, one would believe right now. But there have been some two major names that are pitched, Steve Austin versus Roman Reigns or Steve Austin versus Brock Lesnar. 
Obviously, there's belief that maybe Steve Austin is in the Royal Rumble this Saturday and not and wins his record-defying fourth Royal Rumble match and goes on to take Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 39. What do you think of the pitches right now? What do you think of these stories of Reigns potentially taking on Stone Cold Steve Austin or Steve Austin taking on Brock Lesnar? Do you believe him to be true? And do you want to see the matches happen? Do I think they've been pitched? Yeah, because Austin's a huge draw. We saw it last year that given the right circumstances and the right opponent, he can have you know, he had our match of the year because of the emotional tie-ins. I just do like do I want to see either of those matches? No. I just I, as much as wow. I love off I I just I'm surprised I, of that. And, and my reasoning is A can't have Austin beat Roman Reigns for the title. It just, and then what Austin then like, you know, puts the title up or like vacates the title. And then there's a tournament. Okay. Now I'm actually a little bit intrigued by my own booking idea there, but like, and then if you have Roman beat Austin, does that really accomplish anything for the legacy of Roman Reigns? Um, Austin and, and Lesnar. I just don't know if I trust Lesnar in the ring with Austin. Like, I just don't, I don't want the Austin get hurt. If that, if that makes sense. Kind of like when we first saw, you know, Edge come back and, and Brian Danielson come back that we were like, you and I sat here and admitted we cringed every time they took a bump, you know, until we kind of saw, okay, they're good. Lesnar and, 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 and Austin in a street fight. Lesnar doesn't do those. Well, like Lesnar's going to throw his German suplexes and I don't want to see Austin landing on his head could, with a it, German suplex. It type could thing. be a match though. It could be. I mean, you could get the Steve Austin who's walking down the ring, walking and talking Head going side to side, and he's in that bulletproof DTA Austin 316 black leather vest for one more time, walking down there with the black trunks, the knee braces on, high black boots, instead of that street fright uh, quad going down the ring that we saw last year's WrestleMania when he took on Kevin Owens. I mean, that is a possibility. It definitely appears, and I know it's like nearly sold out, but WWE, and this is like the only time we're going to have this window right now, unless they pull some sort of angle. Um, and the Rumble winner takes on Roman Reigns at like Elimination Chamber next month, um, that we can actually talk about this. Because to me, Rock Reigns screamed WrestleMania 39 main event for Los Angeles, California, in my opinion. Steve Austin, Roman Reigns fits that bill as well. I don't know if Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns, Bobby Lashley versus Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins versus Bob, uh, Roman Reigns fits that bill. I hate to say that because I'm a fan that believes that we should be pushing the current talent in these main event world championship matches at WrestleMania. But to the, the contrary to that point right now is I feel like Roman Reigns has ascended past so far, so beyond the rest of the roster that he is in that echelon right now of when you look at recent legends of the last 20 to 25 years, he's in that same vein now as Rock Austin Cena, and he's already taken on Cena. I I, th I think a Reigns Austin WrestleMania 39 main event match for the championship makes sense. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, it, it makes sense. But once again, what does it accomplish if Roman beats Austin? Like, does it add to his legacy that he beat a guy who's nearly 60 and just and has had one match in 15 years? Did you did you feel now I know the ages are different. Did you yeah. feel that way when he beat Cena? Uh not as much because Cena had been more recently active. Does that matter? It's a, like Stone Cold's had one gimmick match in what, since WrestleMania nineteen, so we're looking at twenty years. One. That's where I kind of go. If he beats him, does it really add to the Roman legacy? It's like, I mean, I guess on paper. I think it does, man. Yeah, I just, I don't know, but to me, it's kind of the visual as well. But then again, like. Reigns has has beaten a ton of legends. He's beaten Triple H. He's beaten Lesnar. Beaten Taker. Beaten Cena. I mean, like the guys that are left on that list. It's few and far. It's like, it's rocking Austin. It really is. Yeah, but then does it, I mean, here, but it also flips in. It's like. Isn't this then also the opportunity to put some move somebody up to that level where you have Rock and Austin, Cena, Orton? Like you can now I don't disagree and move somebody up to that echelon because eventually Roman's going to leave here the next eighteen months, probably for a while. Like you, it, it's it's inevitable that he's going to go to Hollywood and start doing the same stuff that Cena and Rock are doing. Do you know what I think hurt this this vision though, Doctor Trey? I'll be honest with you, is. Cody Rhodes' injury. I think if Cody had the opportunity to continue to build in June, I think we sit here in January 2023, if there's no pectoral injury and Cody Rhodes is rolling, I think we sit here going, hey, this is Cody Rhodes' Royal Rumble to, to lose, and he deserves this spot. If the build that he was on, that ascension that he was on, I think that makes sense. Being that there's been this injury stopgap, I don't know if I... I definitely will be happy a week from tonight, or you know, when we record, if Cody Rhodes is the, the Royal Rumble winner and will be taking on Reigns for the championship, I will definitely be happy. But I don't know if it has that same you know emphasis as the Rock Reigns, Steve Austin Reigns, um, WrestleMania match. I think that injury kind of hurt the the vision of is this is this a WrestleMania main event? See, I I still think you can get back to it though rather quickly because you have the legacy of the Rose name. You have the history of Cody going off and starting another company. So you get the legacy of the Rose versus the legacy of the Samoan dynasty. You get a little bit of the AEW WWE stuff crossing over. Um, you know, you can put Cody on every single talk show out there. Cause God knows the guy can do it and hype this thing up. Like I'm doing it, not just for me, but for the people. And then also for the legacy of the American dream, dusty Rose, you can build it really quickly and the name value even though it's a cody Rhodes and it's not dusty Rhodes, that name value is going to hold true with a lot of families a lot of you know casual fans that loved dusty Rhodes back in the 80s and 90s hey i get a chance to see his kid at wrestlemania versus roman reigns the most dominant champion in recent history for the title you can build that pretty quickly the problem is is the Sami Zayn factor coming mm-hmm. into it because then you'd have to shortchange that build really quickly because you still have to play out this angle as well. So I think the, 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 this whole angle that we love 
mm-hmm. is what is most damaging to Cody because of his injury because you had to fill that slot with this angle that basically burned way brighter than anybody thought it was going to burn. So the way I'm looking at things right now, the way our conversation is going, I think, and I agree with this, so it'll be interesting if, if you agree and if I'm missing anything, I think that there's four possible solutions, and we're semi-showing our cards here potentially for who we think is going to win the Royal Rumble on Saturday. Uh, for Roman Reigns' championship match at WrestleMania 39, uh, Rock versus Reigns, Steve Austin versus Reigns, Cody versus Reigns, and Sami Zayn versus Reigns. I think those are the four likeliest possibilities. Do you think that there's another potential opponent out there that we could be missing in that regard? Not really. I, th- I think the other thing is there's still, like, a, a, maybe a dark horse would be Seth, just because they have history and, you know. But, they, but they, like, they is this something that you would put over 50%? Like, I would put those four no, like that, chances at fifty over no. 50%. I would, yeah, if, if you're basing it off 100% scale, those four that you mentioned are probably the ones that are going to monopolize that 100%, and Seth would be like a 2% chance. Because, once again, you have to find an opponent for Seth mm-hmm. at some point. So, so let's... So, Let's rank those four then, okay? Rank those four, four being the one that you don't want to see, one being the match that you do want to see. How would you rank opponent, potential WrestleMania opponents for Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 39 right now between Sami Zayn, Cody Rhodes, Rock, and Steve Austin? Because this is the only time we're going to really have this, <laughs> this chance yeah. where we don't have any idea where, where things are yeah. going. So we might as well do so, it now. If we're going off personal preference, I'd have Austin for... Sammy at three, uh, Rock at one, and uh, Cody at two. Okay. That's interesting. You went one and then went to two. Sorry, because I, I literally blanked on Cody's name in that moment. <laughs> um, I would go... I would go Steve Austin four, Cody three, Sammy two, Rock one. And do you know why, do you know why I have Sammy at three? Is because I'd rather see Sammy and Roman at Elimination Chamber in Montreal. Yeah, no, and that's part of the thing, right? I mean, I think if Sammy wins the Rumble, I think that's where he's cashing in his championship match. Yeah, because I mean, that in Montreal, Sammy is a babyface against Roman. That would be yeah, one of the biggest pops that you're going to hear. Like, yeah, that, I think we we talked about this in like the fall. Yeah. I was like, I think that they've told us without telling us when this storyline is going to reach their climax because you're not going into Montreal. With with Sammy as like a background player still with the bloodline, like this is the chance to to pull the trigger in the way that we thought it's yeah. going to be pulled, where he's becoming a baby face and and finally turns on the bloodline and the blood, bloodline turns on him. Yeah, it's it's Drew and Sheamus and Carter. Like it's what that crowd reaction was in Carter for Drew and Sheamus would be what Sammy oh. and even Kevin Owens in Montreal as well. Like I don't know what they're going to do with Kevin Owens unless they do Kevin Owens versus Solo uh, at Elimination Chamber. That would be great. That would be but, I, I I did see that there were some leaked photos of the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view poster, and it is one Sami Zayn like putting his hand up on the glass of the Elimination Chamber. So well, we'll see. We'll see. Um, before we get to the Royal Rumble preview predictions, Dr. Trey, I do want to shift over to AEW. Uh, AEW Dynamite, it was announced on Tuesday that Jay, Jay Briscoe's um, brother Mark would be taking on Jay Lethal in a uh, Jay... Uh, Briscoe tribute match on AW Dynamite. It would be the first time that the anybody has seen Mark Briscoe since the tragedy that was Jay Briscoe's passing um, eight days prior. Um, they had the main event match. Mark Mark Briscoe made his appearance 
on AW, AW Dynamite for the first time. I guess Tony Khan had to really push Warner Brothers Discovery into letting him appear. Um, there's a lot that could be said about that. Very negative. I'm going to choose to pick the positive here. Uh, I thought the match and the moments was one of the most beautiful things I've seen in professional wrestling in some time. Um, it was... I don't think we... Like, I get chills even talking about it right now. Mark Briscoe is one tough, inspirational human being to get in that ring eight days later after your brother tragically passes away, the guy that you rode, rode the roads with for 23 years in your wrestling career, your job, and you've got two nieces right now that survived that car accident, and one of them is having difficulty moving their lower extremities and go out there and pay tribute and have a smile on your face and to be positive. Um, newfound respect. I mean, always had it for the performer of Mark Briscoe, but the human being was amazing. I mean, Jay Lethal, as, as you and everybody who watched saw, had a tough time keeping it together. They put on a great wrestling match to pay homage to Jay Briscoe. Um, what got me was after the match, Mark Briscoe going over the camera and talking to his nieces and nephews, the children of Jay Briscoe, to, to stay strong and then paying tribute to his brother and tell him that he loves him. Ooh. And then the, the AEW roster came out to applaud him. Oh, my God, Dr. Trey. I mean, um, it was a, it was a really beautiful moment for professional wrestling. I'm highly recommend it to anybody. It it was it was a great tribute last night. Yeah, like there there aren't a lot of times in pro wrestling you kind of choked up watching a pro wrestling show. Um, watching that it harkened back to the Monday Night Raw after Owen Hart died, and just the the emotion. I mean that that entire show. Yeah, was so beautiful and emotional. And then even over on uh, Nitro when they had uh, was Brett and Benoit went at it, mm-hmm. like you felt it for that match. And then uh, you know last year or year before when Brody Lee passed away, we had Dark Order Night on Dynamite where the Dark Order was involved in every single match, and you kind of felt it as well. This one that 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 personal touch that Mark Briscoe put on it at the end, yeah, like I'm I was even now like I kind of have a tear welling up because. And you're not there yet, but anybody listening to this show that's a that's a parent, that you know you have those moments where just like it just crushes you to know what you know his kids and his wife and his family are dealing with with his passing, and to kind of see it come out there on TV and, and Uncle Mark jumping in there and, and talking to the kids and telling his brother how much he loved them and just the the love you know half that roster has been through Ring of Oster, Ring of Honor and most of those guys have wrestled. Jay Briscoe at some point, like just that personal touch on the end of the show when everybody's out there for Mark, like it was, it was really, really a beautiful night to celebrate the memory of Jay Briscoe. Yeah, it really was. Um, if anybody hasn't seen it yet, Caprice Coleman, one of the commentators for ROH posted a video on Twitter this morning of him and um, Mark Briscoe and Mark Briscoe's wife in an airport. And Mark Briscoe had a message, um, to all the fans and it was just like like amazingly beautiful it was so well said and inspirational um i think that's one thing with the briscoe's characters 
you know, being these rednecks from Delaware, Sandy Fork, these chicken farmers that, you know, they always play this character of not being an intelligent and blue collar and, you know, chewing tobacco and drinking beer and, and all that stuff, hard hitting extreme. And then you hear like just the attitude that, that Mark Briscoe has right now in the face of tragedy and being that so damn like strong is, it's just incredible to see. I mean, I, I, for one, like was so banged up about the entire thing and, and got a lot of comfort seeing how Mark was handling himself on Wednesday night. It was just really well done. I applaud the entire AW crew. Um, much love and props to Mark Briscoe for going out there and wrestling eight days later. I cannot imagine um, what's, what's going through his mind. Again, if you have not seen it, go out of your way and just watch that moment. Watch that segment. Watch that match. It's, it's not about storyline. It's about real life. It's a pull back the curtain. It's a tribute. It's an honor. It's it's everything, and um, I can't wait. Hopefully, over the weekend, I'll get some opportunity to sit down and watch the um, the three hour tribute special that um, AWROH has has released on Jay Briscoe. Um, awesome, awesome, awesome job. It, I watched it multiple times today. I, I, I got to admit, and I still get chills. It's it's when Mark Briscoe talks to his nieces and his nephew. Like I just was like, this is. This is incredible. And just um, him to be so damn strong to do that was was much props, much love, and uh, a great inspiration. So great stuff in professional wrestling all around. Props to AW for getting it done. I'm very, very happy that they did that this past Wednesday night. Um, shifting gears finally to the last thing that we'll talk about here on this week's edition of the show, Dr. Trey. This Saturday, WWE Royal Rumble from the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, Texas. Comes to us live on Peacock. I love it. Saturday pay-per-views. Let's do this. Um, the road to WrestleMania 39 begins. Let's kick it off here, Dr. Trey, for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Bianca Belair, defense against Alexa Bliss. I am the reigning champion of the pay-per-view predictions record from last year. So I will go first, and I'll lay claim. I'm not confident in this one, but I'm going to go with Bianca Belair to get the victory and retain. Yeah, I am not super confident either but this kind of reminds me of when alexa challenged charlotte flair back during her bray wyatt days uh where alexa looks super strong but because of whatever else something else goes on and charlotte retained i'm kind of saying thing i think there will be something that happens that causes alexa to get counted out or dq'd and bianca retains so i'll take bianca belair retaining the uh, raw women's championship Next match here will be an interesting one because we have no idea what a Mountain Dew pitch black match is, but uh, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. It's going to be Bray Wyatt taking on L.A. Knight. Dr. Trey, who do you like in this one? So, loser gets covered in Mountain Dew pitch black? Is that? I, I don't know. I guess, yeah. Or we do uh, Jake Jake Roberts, Rick Martel blindfold match. I don't know. I don't know what it is either. Um, I will say, you got to give L.A. Knight a ton of credit during this feud because He's going into a match. We don't know what it is. Nobody expects him to win. The guy, like on the mic, the guy is fantastic. And and I, I, I hate the fact that Vince was like, yeah, well, let's make you a manager. <laughs> like the dude looks the part. He wrestles well, and he can run his mouth. Uh, so I gave him a ton of props for being the initial rivalry for Bray Wyatt coming back. That being said, I'm going to take L.A. Knight uh, just because I think Uncle Howdy gets involved. So I, I will take L.A. Knight somehow surviving this match and being declared the winner because I don't know what the hell it is. Wait, so you're who are you picking? I'm taking L.A. Knight because I wow. think I think it's involved. Yeah, 
Wow, that's a bit of a surprise. Uh, I'm with you. That's why I was like shocked by that. Um, I'm with you. I think LA Knight has done a very good job given the uh, the roles and responsibilities in this in this feud, and and he has ascended up the ladder of of star making. And I hope that continues uh, this Saturday in the Alamo Dome. But I'm going to go with Bray Wyatt, Dr. Trey. I think Bray Wyatt wins this one. So we have to di- we have to disagree on at least one to make yeah. a compelling radio, compelling yeah. podcasting. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Which I think I think the Rumble matches may do that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, next match here for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Roman Reigns defends against Kevin Owens. They have had one of the best feuds prior to the reconnecting of the feud. I thought one of the best feuds that Roman Reigns has had during this title reign was against Kevin Owens, some of the best matches, and that was in front of nobody. I remember it was like a Christmas Day cage match on SmackDown that I loved. Um, the False Count Anywhere match where basically Kevin Owens won because Paul Heyman couldn't unlock the handcuffs. <laughs> uh, but we forget about that one. Um, I do have Roman Reigns winning and retaining. I don't think he's going into WrestleMania season, Dr. Trey, without the championship. So I've got Roman Reigns retaining the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Yeah, I'm going to take Roman because of the help of Solo. Like I, I, To me, this is a way to keep Kevin looking strong. Kevin Owens and Solo Sokova is going to be a damn good match if that's where they go with Elimination Chamber, if they don't just stick everybody in the chamber. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Roman with the help of Solo. Uh, next match here is the Women's Royal Rumble match. Dr. Trey, tell us your pick, and then tell us what Sammy Franklin's pick is. All right, so this it came down to two for me. It came down to Becky Lynch and Rhea Ripley. Um, and I'm going to go with Becky because I still think you want to have Ronda back during WrestleMania season. So I'll take Becky to win. Ronda then somehow gets the SmackDown Women's Championship from Charlotte, and then we get Becca and Ronda. Becca? Becky and Ronda at WrestleMania. So Sammy Franklin's uh, preliminary pick uh, was Nikki A.S.H. Okay. So <laughs> that's who he picked out, out, of, out of his uh, pile. Uh, but he also picked, uh, what's that girl's name? She, the, the daughter from The Incredibles. He picked them both at the same time. Elastigirl? So, is that her name? Yeah. Like she's, Violet is her actual yeah, yeah, yeah. name. So it came down to Violet and, and Nikki A.S.H. So we'll do the, the official pick. Uh, tomorrow on the video and have him actually choose a, a at least a wrestler and not a cartoon character. Okay. All right. Well, that's surprising. That would be, I guess that would point to the signs that WWE is being bought by Disney. If, she, if the incredible girl Violet showed up, um, I have very similar thoughts as you, Dr. Trey, Becky Lynch, Rhea Ripley are definitely the favorites for this one. Bailey as well. Um, I am going to go with Rhea Ripley. I think Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair is going to be the match at WrestleMania. We have not seen that yet. It was supposed to happen at Money in the Bank. Then the injury happened for Rhea Ripley. And I feel like WWE has been holding it off since. These are two, quote, Triple H girls. And Triple H has the booking of WWE right now. So I think he's going to feature both of his uh, young female stars in Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania 39. So I'm going to go with Rhea Ripley. Dr. Trey goes with Becky Lynch. And Sammy Franklin goes with Nikki A.S.H., who's no longer Nikki A.S.H., but I guess that's who he's rocking with still. Um, Men's Royal Rumble match. Boy, this is a tough one. Um, Throughout the show, we've been talking about this literally 15, 20 minutes ago, and I went back and forth with my brain. I have three picks. Steve Austin, Cody Rhodes, Sammy Zayn. Um, I think Sammy Zayn 
takes on Roman Reigns next month at Elimination Chamber. Could he do it by winning the Rumble? I don't know, but I'm going to eliminate him right now, um, as much as that pains me, because I would love to see Sami Zayn win. Uh, Steve Austin, this is in Texas. Could he win there? He, I believe he's won in the Al- Alamo Dome before. I think it was like 1997, I want to say. Um, that was the year that I believe Bret Hart won. Steve Austin was already thrown out. Then Steve Austin got back in the ring when the rest weren't looking. Cody Rhodes returns from injury. And do you have him return only to lose in the Rumble match? And that's where I have my deciding factor. I don't think you have Cody Rhodes return for him to lose unless his WrestleMania feud is set up during the match and like a returning star comes back and takes him out and that sets up the match for WrestleMania later on, which we've seen before. With that said, I'm going to go with the safe pick here, Dr. Trey. I'm going to pick Cody Rhodes to win the men's Royal Rumble match. Who do you got in this one and who does Sammy Franklin like to win? So for me, the names you picked are are kind of like, I always say like, who's the most bankable star who's on a hot streak and where you go. So for me, Cody's your hot returning star. Sammy Zane is your guy on a hot streak. And then you got the rock of stone. Cold. I, I just can't picture Austin getting in there unless he comes in dead last. And there's only like three or four people in the room. I just can't see Austin in there with multiple people out of safety and health issues. Um, I could see The Rock showing up as number 30. The crowd goes nuts. Rock just eliminates everybody, whoops everybody's ass, and then calls out Roman. But I'm with you. When it comes down to it, I, I can't see Sammy winning and then cashing in at you know Elimination Chamber. Um, so I'm going to take Cody just because I feel like he's the safest pick of them all. Um, although I would like to see Edge come in and then set up an Edge Cody Rhodes. If we're not getting Cody and Roman, Edge and Cody – would be good, but Edge just still got to get his revenge on Finn Balor for the injury to, to Beth. So, once again, Cody just seems like the safest pick to me, so I'll take Cody Rhodes. But Vince is in charge, and Vince, I don't think, likes AEW. I, yeah, I'll, I'll stick with Cody. Um, and then Sammy, his, it, when, he, when he was going through his pile, it came down to Randy Orton and CM Punk, and he had picked CM Punk. Wow. So, but we'll, we'll do the final picks. The, the official picks will be tomorrow up on the Facebook page. <laughs> CM Punk returns from tricep injury and reappears in WWE. Breaking news. We will talk about it on next week's show here on SRTO. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, WWE Royal Rumble preview predictions. We'll be back next week to recap and review the entire show. Who knows? Maybe we'll be on, on Twitter live tweeting away during the Royal Rumble as well. Uh, feel free to chime in. Facebook.com slash show or on Twitter at SRTU Podcast. With that said, let's get a couple plugs and sponsors out of the way. You can download the show every Thursday at realguyradio.com. Russell Chatnet on Twitter and the Still Realtor Show iTunes feed. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to help us comment charts on iTunes. You can follow us individually on Twitter for myself at SRTU Jeff and for Dr. Trey Franklin at the Dr. Trey. And of course, don't forget to follow the show on Twitter at SRTU Podcast. With that being said, what is going on in the wonderful world of Dr. Trey Franklin this week? Well, like Jeff said, you can follow me on Twitter at the Dr. Trey. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook and Instagram, Dr. Trey Franklin. Uh, when you're on Facebook, be sure to check out Rocket State Championship Wrestling. They just had a really big show this past uh, Saturday. Uh, but all roads for us lead to May 20th, the announcement of Rocket City Wrestling Con 6 coming up May 20th. A names to be announced here shortly. So be sure to check them out on Facebook. And then just go find your local independent wrestling show so you can find out those stars of tomorrow. 
hey, maybe it's an Austin Theory. Maybe it's Darby Allen. Maybe it's, what's his name, Action Andretti. Maybe it's one of those guys with the horrible names that are out there pulling the independent. So go check them out. Find your local shows. Check out Rocket City. So there you go. Support all the great things to support the Still Real to Us show and tell your friends who enjoy professional wrestling to check out the Still Real to Show podcast if they haven't done so already. Please go subscribe on iTunes. Give us a rating. Give us a review. That helps us in- immensely when you do that. Um, and uh, interact with us as, as we head into WrestleMania season as we are really looking forward to WrestleMania 39. Uh, we will be back next week once again, February the 2nd. We will recap and review the WWE Royal Rumble. Uh, enjoy this weekend. Enjoy professional wrestling. Enjoy everything that's going on. The road to WrestleMania 30 begins now. WrestleMania 39, right around the corner, folks. I'm here for it. It's only a matter of time before we see the countdown this Saturday. That countdown begins with some horrible song in the background. Um, but hopefully, hopefully some really cool graphics. So, until and, next week, for oh, Stanley Franklin. Oh. What, were you going to say something? Yep, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but don't forget, sign-pointing season also means <sighs> Saturday. Can you bring that back where you just randomly point at things <laughs> on the Facebook page? I, I might, because as I'm back out on the road traveling around Alabama, you'll, so, you'll see me pointing at these random stuff. So. What a great, great run that was of, of photos. <laughs> so, until next week, enjoy the Royal Rumble. Get ready for the road to WrestleMania 39. For Dr. Trey Franklin, for Sammy Franklin, I'm Jeff Peck. This is The Still Real Test Show. Lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.